guys. How you living? Good. Always with the questions you can't answer. You like that? Always. All right. Uh, in this episode, I talked about the Roseanne thing, and I did an entire, uh, uh, just about a half hour on just talking about Roseanne, and <laughs> I'm apologizing in advance for any uh, feelings that I may have hurt or uh, anybody who I may have offended, which I don't think I stepped too far out of out of the realm of my normal boundaries this, this episode, so there's that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I talked about, but yeah, like, once again, sorry if anybody gets offended, please send me a message, give me your thoughts on what I got wrong, I would love to know that, and I'd love to correct it, if I actually was wrong, I want to know, uh, so yeah, there's that. Things to listen to this week, I gave you Chuck Prophet, No Other Love, David Gray, Slow Motion, Nickel Creek, This Side. Things to watch this week, or episode rather, Purgatory, old made-for-TV movie, look it up, Lady in the Water, and Harlem Nights. Lady in the Water, great M. Night Shyamalan movie, Harlem Nights is Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, The Red Fox, Arsenio Hall, uh, Della Reese, uh, Charlie Murphy, so many heavy hitters in this movie, watch it, funny shit. Alright, so there's that. Without further ado, episode number 29 of My Stuff. Enjoy, folks. Alright, what's up? Hey, how's the world? Good. Hello. How are you? Good, good, good. Alright, so... Heads up, the world is alive all out around me, Fleet Foxes. There's your little shout-out. Listen to Fleet Foxes. The world is alive all outside of my house, so just a heads up, you may be hearing some noises of a world outside, so don't freak out. It's just the world. All right, so, uh, anywho, so for starters... I am going to reference quickly the GoFundMe we have done so good so far, and I kind of didn't share it for a little while because I didn't want to feel like I was begging <laughs> because that's just sort of what it feels like. But uh, but everything so far that we've done with the GoFundMe, we've been able to upgrade the mixer and... Uh, the microphone situation here and uh there's still a couple more things that we need to we need to upgrade video wise so that i don't have to rely on my phone and as always if anything cuts out in the video and i i don't uh i'm not close to done i'll restart the video and do a part two but it's been good the last couple times so we're hope i'm hoping it'll uh remain that way maybe it was a bug in the app that they fixed anywho um, thank you so much again for everybody who's already donated for the GoFundMe thing, but I'm going to start sharing it again unashamedly, uh, multiple times a day, probably until we reach our goal. And then maybe even some more. So we may more so afterwards may up our goal from there. So, uh, um, doing really cool things so far. Really stoked about that. Actually had lunch today with two of our donors, my stepmom and my sister, who is pregnant, 
My sister is pregnant. I'm going to be an uncle again. Uh, I, I have, I already have a, a nephew, um, young AJ rocking in the good old ladder, South Carolina, but we're about to be adding to the fam a little bit. And, uh, young Caroline Marie Walsh is going to be added to this, this family of misfits that we are. I'm the only misfit. I'm totally the black sheep in my family. Like 100%. I'm the one that's not like the rest of them. No offense. They, they love me. I love them. They, it's like, it took a while for us to come to this understanding, but we're all right now, but I'm totally that guy in my family. The weirdo. Anyway, and we went to a Paula Deen's restaurant at Broadway, and it's so ironic that we were at Paula Deen's restaurant today, and that'll be funnier in a minute, considering what I'm going to talk about. And if you've paid attention to anything going on in the world over the last few hours, then you probably know what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to cut this volume down. I don't know what that bell was. Anyway... So the way that they do the the dinner at Paula Deen's at Broadway is kind of kind of neat. It is definitely creates the whole passing the you know passing the potatoes uh, into the into the thing. So what they do is you go in there with your your family, like a group of five or whatever. Wherever five of us, so we go in there and. Um, they they come out and they ask us, they hand us the menu, and everybody at the table gets to agree on two main courses. Like, if you've ever been to a meet and three, this is basically a two meet and four, and it's split between the entire table and this bottomless. Like, they'll bring you more of whatever you whatever it is you want. And I'm sure their turnover rate is ridiculous. I was telling my brother-in-law, well, because we're, we're, our our food was out like immediately, and I'm sure that probably around we were there around lunchtime. So I bet that they they have just bukus of everything that they might need prepared already, and just at the rate our food came, our food got to our table before our drinks did, and that was unreal. I, I mean, at, basically at the same time, but still, the drinks were a little bit after the food, and I was amazed by that. So, yeah, their turnover rate's got to be pretty insane. But I like the fact that they sort of, like, bring everything out and let you uh, let you sort of, like, pass through it and anything, I mean, like, <laughs> anything you wanted, they would bring more, which is so very good for someone like me and my family. All right. <laughs> we're we're don't worry we're done with that part of the uh we're done with that part of the that that spiel so food was super good got to see my very pregnant sister and uh brother-in-law for a little bit and uh they live in the land of subarus and ncaa women's college basketball connecticut connect i cut connecticut so Ironically enough, my sister and brother-in-law live in Connecticut, and they, uh, I would say, are are pretty far away from dealing with the average Southern person in in day-to-day life, I would say. 
And I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what that, what, how that affects their, their thought process when they come, come here and everybody's supporting things that normal people shouldn't be supporting or whatever, like not normal people, but they're just supporting things that maybe you were like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable with, with, with signing up for this, this thing anyway. So sitting around the table. We start talking about something or whatever, and I brought up the Roseanne thing. So anyway, I was like, I pretty much said something along the lines of, I mean, you got a lot of people around here that are supporting Roseanne. Like, you got to understand, we're at Paula Dean's restaurant right now. Like, I would imagine that a lot of the clientele might be uh, Roseanne supporter or whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to put anybody in a group or a box, but I kind of am putting people into a group in a box. So, uh, that being said, I was just talking about the, uh, I was just talking about this whole situation and how they had to do what they had to do. Like I've seen a lot of opinions and this just happened yesterday. I'm pretty sure, or at least all the, all the, proverbial shit hit the fan yesterday um so as well-intentioned as her joke air quotes might have been you can't say that you you just you you can't you can't say that i mean one argument that can be made uh, is it is it possible that the great wizard behind the curtain is uh was just sitting waiting for any small little slip up in uh any of their lives or in hers particularly so that they could pull the plug on what is somewhat become maybe uh a pro trump agenda that that the Roseanne thing was uh was trying to get across maybe who knows i know that whenever he, i haven't watched a single episode so i don't know but i've read that it was a it was a pro-trump agenda on the show basically and i could it be that somebody's just like waiting for a slip up so that they could pull the plug on something like this absolutely that's possible i mean but here's the fact here's the facts <laughs> would that change like would or here's the main question about this would that change the fact that she said something accidentally another air quote racist like that she said something accidentally racist is that does that change the fact that that happened no matter what in in what light was this show canceled it doesn't change the fact that she said something that was i mean you can't you can't say that right now i mean I'm sorry, but I'm seeing a lot of folks and a lot of comment threads. And I'm not talking about like my personal friends, like on my, on my, my like personal posts, but just the original posts that, that I'm reading through and I'm reading through the comments and like, shit, there is a lot of people in this country or in, in this Facebook who are willing to show how racist they are and not. Yeah, they just don't give a shit. I mean, 
And, and you know what? Even throughout my friends list, I'll see stuff, and not not anybody in particular on on things that I've personally posted. Usually, the things that I post don't have people commenting on them that I don't talk to in just about everyday life, or, or any, or if you know, you know what I mean. If some if it's some of those people who are ghosting me, quote unquote, I'm going crazy with the air quotes today. Keep up with them, guys. Keep it groovy, baby. All right. Um, <laughs> so like even these people who I don't, who I wouldn't even speak to in real life that, and then I would probably not be their Facebook friend, but that's beside the point. I see a lot of people who are posting things and granted, it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, older crowd who, who maybe, uh, it, it was a different world than the one that I grew up in and maybe things were different then, but in theory, them standing up for something like this would sort of make them racist, and they have no doubt or, or that, that what they're saying is founded and just, and they don't see anything wrong with using just a term or 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 something like that. And I'm just feeling really bad for them because I know that a lot of these folks are not intending to sound the way that they sound when they when they say these things or write these things but it really does end up bringing people down on one side of a of a coin and unfortunately it's a side that nobody wants to be on nobody wants to be considered a racist nobody wants to be that but I'm seeing a lot of people in these like national posts who really don't give two shits about what people think about them. And they are just supporting this gung ho, no matter, no matter what. And a lot of folks don't even really realize since the tweet got, got deleted immediately, unless you do a little digging, it's hard to find out what the original tweet actually said. And we're fucking talking about Twitter and I'm sorry, but we're talking about Twitter. This, but this is what the world is now. This is where our news happens. Like it used to happen in real time with real people, but now it happens on phones. And, and I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm 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 100 beside myself just thinking about the state of the world and where we are right now as far as this. That this is noteworthy enough to talk about on this episode, and it revolves around Twitter, but. Anywho, back to my original point, the original tweet's kind of hard to find, but I looked and I found it and I read it and I was like, you know what? She probably didn't mean this the way that it is read, but that doesn't change the fact that you can't say shit like that. It's 2018 now. I usually make a joke like it's 2005 now, guys, like, but I mean, in real, in real Real life is 2018 now. People have to understand that you can't say shit that could potentially lead to this. And like I said, I know that she's a little older, and there's a lot of people who who had a different world. They they grew up in a different America than the one we have now. But some of them may think that it's still the same America, and it is totally not. But even though these these folks are a little older and she's a little older, does she not know what world she lives in now? 
we are not allowed to say certain things. And I'm sorry, but it's true. Like there's just certain things that we can't say. There's certain, there's certain, uh, everyday terms that have been removed from the table because of what they might mean. And as, like I said earlier and well, as well intended as her joke, her joke might've been, it's, And I don't think there's any way, maybe if she would have reread that before she put it in there, maybe if she would have thought about, you know, and I can't see her looking at this being like, yeah, this'll be a good idea. This'll be, this'll do it. Maybe if she would have thought about that, then this whole thing might've been different. Who knows? But either way, the fact that a lot of folks are just blindly standing up for her on this is, uh, and I probably should have bailed on this a while ago before I offended somebody. But either way, if anybody who's trying to argue in support of this, no matter what, hey, hey, Patrick, hey, Patrick, love you, mean it. Hey, Patrick, Patrick's on with us, guys. Uh, anybody who... Uh, who literally supports this this situation or supports Roseanne through this? They they they're just I don't think they under it's ridiculous and I don't think they understand how under like secondhand racist this is if that makes any sense secondhand racism I don't know if that's a thing or not but it, it just seems that way to me because immediately folks are trying or just 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 shooting back and uh there was a there was somebody else who posted something on my uh on on the the thread that I had posted but and I'm going to get to that in a second but and I understand that ABC had to do what they had to do there was no other choice they had no other choice because you keep her on then you're a racist network and the same maybe with the NFL here's here here's a little thought thought nugget that I'm putting together. All right. So ABC is doing basically the same thing that the NFL is doing. They are saying, you work for me. You're going to do what I say do. If you break this, then you are terminated. Now, Roseanne did not know what those terms were, obviously, before she sent that tweet because her and a lot of people, entire cast and crew, a lot of folks are just thinking, oh, well, Roseanne, she's got money, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of people that were working on that show in cast and crew who no longer have a job now because of her Ambien tweet, which she blamed on Ambien. That's okay. That's uh, another another uh, red flag for Miss Roseanne here. The fact that you were blaming this on Ambien, and there's a couple of red flags in the situation. I'm going to get to one in a second, but understand what ABC had to do. But are they the same as the NFL? The little nuggets of thought that I was trying to place together is just to put a bow on the point that I made in, in episodes way back, that the extreme of the left and the extreme of the right are practically the same person. And this is damn near proof to that situation. Like, the NFL is pro-flag, pro-this, 
pro pro this song. You're going to stand for this. You're going to do this no matter what. And I have no problem with that. I, I, I love America as much as the next person. And you've heard me say it a fuckload. Excuse my French. But. The a- and ABC is doing the doing the same exact thing. The Roseanne, like they're they're corporations who are doing something to maintain their income, and it has nothing to do. I can guarantee you that it has nothing to do with anybody's political views at ABC or at the NFL for that matter, but it's all about money. They know that, oh, well, we're going to get boycotted. In, and like We know we're going to get boycotted if we keep Roseanne on, on air. I'm not an idiot. I get that. They keep Roseanne on air. They're losing a shitload of viewers, and, I, and that's an exact measurement, by the way, a shitload. Um, and the whole this whole process... Is basically the same from both sides, if you ask me. I'm not, but then again, who who asked me? Nobody. But I don't know. Is if you let if you let uh, Roseanne keep going, then you're a racist on ABC. And if you let the players kneel for the national anthem, then you're un-American. It's easy to see how much alike those two sides are. And I'm not saying that everybody who thinks that Roseanne caught a bad break is a racist. There's a lot of folks who are just, who grew up watching Roseanne and have this idea of who she is and feel like maybe she's creating this in character or maybe she is just saying these things in that character or as that person. And maybe that's the case. Looks like the video froze up. I don't know if I actually froze up, but it's froze up on my end. Either way, you can still hear me, I hope. And I'm sorry it froze like that. That's awful funny looking. Anyway, um, it's, but like I said earlier, it's like 2018 now. Who knows or who doesn't know what can and can't be said? Like, I'm sure that she hasn't been living under a fucking rock over the last few years. She knows that there's tension in this country in a big way, and it's not cool. And obviously, I don't know, I just feel like someone who has paid attention to that much should be a little bit more careful with their words. Oh, there, we're back to normal now. Good. Um, so uh, the thing I was saying earlier that I would I was going to get back to a friend posted a picture of Whoopi Goldberg wearing a Trump blowing his brains out shirt and I was like whoa that's harsh like that's that's big like obviously if Whoopi still has a job after wearing this shirt and Roseanne uh gets canned I was like obviously there is there, 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 there is a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not, there, there's a little inequality in this situation and how it's handled. But I did some researching and saw another, saw another friend posted that the original picture and the Trump thing was photoshopped onto her shirt. And that is the most unsettling thing that has happened to me today was finding out that that picture was photoshopped because 
the person who shared the picture is a is a very smart person and I've had very good conversations with many times and I know that so many people like this person are being fooled by this picture who doesn't have someone to say oh I just looked into that and that picture is actually photoshopped the shirt actually says something completely different and someone did this with their computer now the thing that sucks about this is that there are slews of people who are calling for the view to be canceled over this shirt. Now, there are a lot of folks who are going to have friends on their page be like, oh, just saw it, that shirt's fake. But what's that, what's that percentage going to be? I mean, I, who knows what? who knows how few people will actually learn or actually learn the truth about this shirt. And it's probably going to go in the news in for years now as, and obviously uh, people will eventually say, okay, this isn't real, but who's to say that maybe years from now, when there's no recorded like history of saying, Oh, this is real. They look at this picture and they're like, Oh, this is exactly how it was. And I mean, granted, there's a lot of really cool things that can be done with Photoshop, but <laughs> this is this is life, the game. You know, this is the real this is the real deal. This is not just this is I don't know, this is not something that is to be played with. And I I posted on there that the thing was the thing that was was fake and Roseanne apparently retweeted the picture. The fake picture of Whoopi Goldberg with the uh, with the Trump shirt on, she apparently retweeted that, and which makes her look even worse. Which was one of the other things that I said before that I was going to make uh, or, or, or come back around full circle with. Now is that point? Like, you think that. You you say something that's accidentally racist, and your first reaction is to do two things. You immediately blame it on Ambien, and you're pointing fingers at Whoopi Goldberg wearing a fake shirt. Like, that just makes your case look so much less believable and so much worse. Like, it, I... I I feel bad for whoever whoever uh tries to stand up like stand up for her and there's a there was another fake post that's going around that looks like uh somebody hacked into the Sarah Huckabee page and posted um something about that if Roseanne wants a job at the White House Donald Trump said guarantees her a job which obviously didn't happen but that's uh, that's kind of funny too. That's going around the interweb, so beware of that one. And uh, but anyway, I'm not sure if most folks are aware, but Whoopi don't give a fuck. Whoopi Goldberg don't. I, I don't know if you ever saw the uh, Aristocrats, the documentary of the joke about the Aristocrats. It's pretty hilarious. Whoopi Goldberg is in the aristocrats telling her version of the joke. And you really should try to find that on YouTube or wherever, whatever vessel you can find it on. But before I knew that the shirt was fake, I'm sitting here picturing Whoopi home smoking weed, 
watching cartoons, like not giving any fucks at all, which is what the world should do more of. Uh, anyway, this is a super duper, super short episode. Um, and I hate the fact that it ended up being all about this, uh, Roseanne thing, but there was just a couple of things that uns- that I felt a little uneasy about that I wanted to talk about, and here's that. So that's what I got for you today. All right, so listen and watch in this episode. I started doing this thing, ten album covers in ten days that I started listening to years ago that still stick with me to this day. And the most recent one that uh, my buddy Seth Funderburg, who was a person that I nominated uh, to do the same thing that I did and I was nominated for, he posted an album called Chuck Prophet, No Other Love. And I listened to the whole damn thing today and it was awesome. So listen to Chuck Prophet, No Other Love, David Gray. Slow Motion, great album, came out around the 2006-7 era, somewhere around there. Check that one out, David Gray, Slow Motion, and Nickel Creek, This Side. That was their debut album, if I'm not mistaken. Fantastic record, good harmonies, good pickers. They're all awesome artists. Check out that, Nickel Creek, This Side. Movies to watch this episode. Check out Purgatory, if you're into westerns at all. Purgatory was an old made-for-TV movie, but it was awesome, and you should definitely watch it. Lady in the Water, which is one of my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, If you're in M. Night at all, he always does the same sort of suspense in his movies. Lady in the Water, I feel, was very underrated, and I loved it. Also, I think I shouted this one out before, but it's so good, you have to watch it. Harlem Nights is the funniest movie of all time. As long as the world turns, as the world turns. (laughs) I just thought about my granny. Alright, so Harlem Nights, as long as the world turns, there will never be a funnier movie. Check this out. Chuck Prophet, No Other Love, David Gray, Slow Motion, Nickel Creek, This Side. Listen to those albums. Purgatory, watch that. Lady in the Water, watch that. And Harlem Nights, hopefully you've already watched that. Watch it again. Alright, folks. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I will be back on Sunday with another full episode and tomorrow probably going to be doing a little sports i was going to do one yesterday but i didn't want to sit here and talk uh speculate about lebron james for hours so i parlayed that but or belayed that rather wrong late word hey all right guys thanks for listening catch you on sunday peace bitches